guys, so we're back with another episode and I am so excited. We have the owner of Sassy Chic Events Designs and More, Samantha Reeves, on this episode. And I believe that she has something for everybody, for the woman, the entrepreneur, the mom, the wife, the friend, the daughter, basically everybody. <laughs> so before we get started, I really just want you to think about this, this, this concept. We literally have the authority to command purpose to come closer to us. We are never far from a purposeful life that God has just for us. So I want us to get into the business of promoting the fact that we have something inside of us that's valuable, that other people need. Stop hiding behind fear, guilt, or shame because of your past. If he gave it to you, you were already qualified at the thought of him wanting to give it to you. He knew that there were people who were going to only want to hear what you had to say. There are people where your voice is going to be the seed that they need. To just grow. And so if you struggle with knowing your purpose and growing in your purpose because you're fearful of who you may have been, let's end that tonight. Because for the fact that you have a thought to go give back because you've been through says that you've grown. And if by chance you've already given purpose life. You have that business, you have that office, you have that brand, but you feel like you're stuck or you feel like you need a little bit of a push or you just don't know what to do because you're a mom and you're trying to balance being a mom and an entrepreneur or you're just a person who's had a hard life and you're trying to revamp and run a business. This episode is for you. So let's get into it. All right, so let's jump right into it. I want to ask you a couple quick questions. So when did you know that you were ready to become an entrepreneur? Okay, I think there was a few different times in my life where I knew I wanted to be an entrepreneur, uh, but I don't think it really hit me until after that second child. So when I had my second daughter, that was like my first child in my real adult life. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So when I realized like I'm raising two girls, Mm -hmm. it kind of put me in a different headspace where I felt like I had to do more. Mm -hmm. And when I say more, I'm not talking about like keeping up with nobody else mm-hmm. or what they got going on mm-hmm. and what they're doing, but just more for me and mine. And I didn't want to repeat the same cycle of just doing enough. Um, because I feel like in our community, our parents kind of brought us up or whoever raised you, they brought you up on kind of like getting a good education, finishing school, and that's it. Find a good job. Mm-hmm. But that's not always the case. Mm -hmm. Um, And I didn't want to just work. I didn't want to just say I'm going to work and that's it. That's my life. Mm -hmm. I wanted my daughters and my girls to be able to see more. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. You know, I wanted them to see that they can do whatever they want to do, mm-hmm. whatever you put your mind to, you know. Um, and I kind of ponder my thoughts sometimes because mm-hmm. that's a tough one, it you know. Very, yes, <laughs> when you got little girls looking up to you, um, with, with boys, it's a little different. Mm-hmm. But them girls, you, you want to be able to give them the world. And I felt like starting with me, I can make a change or a difference for them. And I think you hit some very interesting points when you say, um, you know, do more and not keeping up and repeating cycles. So what do you think? Because sometimes, you know, a cycle, I think, is another word for a routine, too, if that makes sense. So how would you help somebody figure out, you know, what's a cycle of repeated negative offenses versus what's a routine that you need to have in place to be able to do more and right. to, you know, focus on not keeping up with the other person, but really just focusing on your business, whether it's your personal or professional. Good question. <laughs> Great question. I think I think it starts by recognizing first where you are. Um, and once you realize where you are, by just simply taking a look around, it kind of helps you understand where you want to go. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you are, when you, when I say take a look around, I mean your lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Um, not necessarily where you live, but how you live. Mm-hmm. Um, did your mom do this too? Did your, your grandmother before them do that too? What was the difference mm-hmm. with with the years or the family dynamic? Like, what are you doing that's different from what mm-hmm. they did. Mm-hmm. We live in the 2000s. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. We live in the 2000s. We live in a different time where they didn't grow up in. So yeah. everything that they did before us mm-hmm. is not really productive to what we have to do to move forward yes. in this time. Um, so a lot of times I, I just have to think about what I can do that sets me apart from mm-hmm. every generation before me. Like what, what really makes that difference and when you say from negative to positive offenses I guess I guess you got to kind of (laughs) like evaluate everything your friends Mm -hmm. your circle Mm -hmm. your family where you work who you talking to Mm -hmm. you know what kind of conversations you having with these people that that's how I kind of separate the negative Mm -hmm. from the positive and I think that's a good leeway into the next question. What were some of the most challenging things personally <laughs> that equipped you for the challenges that you face in business? Ooh, that's, that's, that's a heavy hitter right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I hope I don't go too deep. <laughs> but too personal? <laughs> Yo, however deep you want to go, let's go. <laughs> um, Some challenges. Okay, mm-hmm. personal challenges. Um, well, for starters, mm-hmm. um, as children, we didn't have the best coming up, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. We were not the wealthiest. Mm-hmm. We didn't have much. And that's not to say our parents didn't do good. Uh-huh. You know, yes. Mama, if you, Mama, if you're listening, <laughs> Auntie, if you're listening, I'm not saying y'all did a bad job. <laughs> uh, but my mom, she suffered with depression mm-hmm. heavy when we were children. Mm-hmm. Like elementary school. We literally got, my mom got truancy charges because Mm. she was so depressed and had so much anxiety. She was on a lot of different medications. We Mm. ended up in foster care. Mm -hmm. We went back and forth for years in foster care. And I think maybe like two or three years after that, my aunt got us. She Mm -hmm. got custody of us. Mm -hmm. And she already had five children. 
<laughs> it's two, two or three of us. My oldest sister wasn't around long, but when she took us in, it kind of changed the family mm-hmm. dynamic. Mm-hmm. And you know, all families go through something. Yes. And when my yes. mom and my aunt had a falling out, mm-hmm. we ended up back where my mom was mm-hmm. after my shortly after my grandmother passed, and my mom still wasn't prepared. Mm-hmm. I, I'll say that like she was better in her depression, but she wasn't prepared. Because it was so all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. Um, there were many nights where we didn't have running water. Mm-hmm. We didn't have electricity. Mm-hmm. Uh, we didn't have home-cooked meals. Mm-hmm. You know, and it, it I, I would say personally, it helped me uh, be grateful for what I have and where I am because I know what, it's, what it is not to have. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, my mom made sure we was fed. We had... Groceries in the cooler with ice. Mm-hmm. We had, you know, she made sure we got a bath. Rather, she had to buy jugs of water. Boil, mm-hmm. Like, literally, the hard knocks, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. We went through a lot. And then a lot of that, quote-unquote, trauma, I, you know, ended up having my daughter when I was 17. Mm-hmm. I turned 18 shortly after, but I was still young. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know much about the world. Mm-hmm. And then I had to raise this baby. Right, yeah. Um, and I would just say going through all of that as kids, you know, and at some at some of those points, we literally our church had to take us in for mm-hmm. some things. You know, mm-hmm. there were there was one winter it was so cold outside and we didn't have electricity. We had to sleep in the church. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, with a kerosene heater. And I think those like to other people that might be a tough situation. Mm-hmm. That might be something hard to go through. But I feel like going through some of those things early on in my life. Not to say you have to go through those things to get ahead. Right. Yes. yes. <laughs> going through some of those things so early in my life kind of helped me. Um, develop tough skin mm-hmm. and character. Mm-hmm. It, it it was rough, but it helped me mm-hmm. grow and mold myself into who I am now. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes that comes with a price too. Yes, independence. Yes. And you don't like to ask nobody for nothing. You don't want to talk mm-hmm. to nobody for nothing. But you know, as time passes, you realize that stuff that does any type of trauma, no matter what it is or whatever negative or hard stuff you had to go through, it helps. Build who you are. Build who you are. Yeah. yeah. So, and and it's so crazy. I think that just listening to you talk and to see where you are now is like incredible to watch. And it's yeah. so just, it's so inspiring. And it's like, what do I gotta do to get people <laughs> to hear this story? Because yeah. I feel like when if somebody was to hear that, and let's say they were in the same situations right. and could relate, and yeah. then they see you in your now, they feel encouraged to keep going. Right, you understand? And you you really keep hitting on some really good points, like developing <laughs> tough skin, but but knowing. I feel like when you can acknowledge the fact that something may not be a good thing all the time sets the tone for who you as as a person and where you're trying to grow. Absolutely. Um, So, yeah, I agree with the tough skin thing. That's something, yeah, that hits home for me. And, you know, just figuring out how to be free from being tough in moments where you don't have to be is also like, (laughs) yes, it's such a thing. Like, we can't even talk about it because we'll be here all night. Like, (laughs) seriously. But then you talk about character, and it's interesting because you haven't heard me record the intro to this podcast. No. I talk about character. So well, it's it's like, and, and when we talk about character, and this is why I want to talk about my business, my freedom, because in your personal life, you you understand that to, to grow in business mm-hmm. or 
to have people like you, to buy from you, mm. or to support you. That's true. Your character really goes before you. It and does. sometimes people try to remember you where you were yep. and don't want to necessarily equate where you are right now you to talk grow. About that. <laughs> so it's it's so it I but I also feel like that builds character. Oh, I feel yeah. like it it gives you that again tough skin. Like I know my purpose. I right. gotta go out here to do my job in yes. the earth. Yeah. And so you know what come with me. I'm gonna just keep focused. Yeah. So yeah. I feel like you really really hit some very very valid points. So then you said something. <laughs> <laughs> you said something else. You was like better but not prepared, girl. girl. <laughs> I'm sure we all can. Oh my goodness! Like yes, you can. You can. You could be on your journey to freedom, Mm -hmm. to healthy living, to growing, and you might be better than you were the day before. But that doesn't mean that you're prepared to take that leap. That's true. So let me ask you this: Do you think that it's important to know or be confident within yourself, being better, but also being healed and whole enough to run a business? Do you think it's important to at least be healthy? Yes. So I guess it's two parts to that. Okay. So here's here's why I say that. Mm-hmm. When I started my journey, I wasn't where I am now. Mm-hmm. So in 2017, if you had asked me that question, mm-hmm. I probably wouldn't have been able to answer it. <laughs> but you bro, know, bro, exactly, bro. exactly. So I think it's important, even if you don't know 100 mm-hmm. percent uh, who you are mm-hmm. or or where you're headed, you gotta have some kind of idea. Yes. If you don't have an idea, you need to find a house. Mm-hmm. Um, and the reason why I say it is because it can get dangerous. Mm-hmm. Not just for you and your mental health, but everyone who's uh, involved and attached mm-hmm. to that. Because God can't dwell in it. You know yes. what I mean? And um, sometimes, you know, when we're going on about this life, we're not going to always know. You're not going to always know exactly where you're going. Mm-hmm. But if you have an idea of where you're going or where you want to go, mm-hmm. it's... I'm not going to say it makes it easier, but it helps you get there without too many crazy traumatic hiccups. Mm-hmm. Um, if if you if you have a relationship with God, or if you don't, I don't know if it's, am I okay to be talking about? You, okay, you all right. <laughs> yes. But if you don't have a true relationship with God too, it kind of, you don't really know who you are sometimes. Absolutely, I agree with that. Because you're just wandering about the earth you know, just really trying to figure out who I am and what mm-hmm. I'm doing. And then sometimes, because we don't know who we are, we try to attach ourselves to other people's dreams. Mm-hmm. We try to attach ourselves mm-hmm. to other people's purpose because we don't know what we want to do or right. where we are. And then a lot of people, they do start off having an idea. Mm-hmm. But then because they forget about God and mm-hmm. who actually, you know, called you to do whatever, mm-hmm. you lose your way. And now it's, we got crabs and bucket mentality. Yes. We got, uh, I'm going to get mine, you get yours. Uh, I'm going to take a worry about me first and mm-hmm. forget about you. You know, it's a lot of things that, it's, it can go left when you are not at least confident, like you said. When you're mm-hmm. not at least confident, even if, like I said, if you're not 100% there, have a little bit of an idea. Yeah, have yeah. A, and, and at least put in some of the work to yeah. try to know. And have, yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. So... This takes me to my next question, too. And if it's too much, you can say. (laughs) But so describe a time when someone told your story for you. And how did you take ownership? Like, how did you take back that ownership of your story and tell it from your perspective? 
settings where someone told my story necessarily mm-hmm. um but i will say i think right before the pandemic hit mm-hmm. i was on the verge of losing my my commercial space mm-hmm. my business mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and to me that was my everything because i knew why i was doing it right and yeah. why i wanted to do it and the difference i thought it would make um and i just thought in my mind this is my baby and i'm gonna leave a legacy for my kids this is my start like mm-hmm. this is my start and um, right before the pandemic hit, I remember going in one day, and my mama was with me, and I cried like a baby. Mm-hmm. I laid I laid myself out on the floor, on the stage. I was walking around, and the crazy part about it is my daughters were with me, mm-hmm. and they were really, like, clueless. Like, what is going on? Right, yeah. Um, but I was afraid of losing my business. And my mom left, and I thought she didn't care. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she left, and she came back, and mm-hmm. she said, Mantha... Look how far you've come. Mm. And she started literally laying out everything that I've overcome up until that moment. Mm. From my childhood, from being a six, a 17-year-old mom, mm-hmm. to people saying that I ruined my life. I mm. won't equate to anything. Mm. You were supposed to be in the pageants. You were supposed to be Miss America mm-hmm. and all of this good stuff. And then from going from that to a bad relationship to, you know, my husband, my mom literally laid out every single thing that mm. I've done to overcome. Mm-hmm. And at that moment, because, you know, when we were kids and we go through things with our parents, all we want to do is make them happy. Mm-hmm. And um, then when we grow in the father, we want to make him happy. Mm-hmm. So when my mom kind of like citing my story, like laying it out for me, it was a different kind of hit. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, she sees me, mm-hmm. you know, and she understands me. But not only that, she believes in me. Mm-hmm. And after all this time, I didn't even think you believed in me like that. Mm-hmm. But she said, you need to get up. Mm-hmm. You get up and you walk around this place and you speak those things as though they were. And it was just really an eye-opener for me. And it just made me feel like, okay. I can. <laughs> I can do anything. <laughs> you can do anything now. <laughs> I can do anything I put my mind to. So that was that was that was the only time that I can really say impacted me from someone telling my story. And it didn't have we didn't have to have no crowd. Ain't nobody had to be around. Yes. It was just her and I. Yeah. And my children. <laughs> Sometimes that's all you need. Like mm-hmm. and I'm sure that considering like the background that mm-hmm. meant so much to you to have your mom present yeah. and then to pick you up literally in a moment you're like and I'm pretty sure it made you feel good that you didn't have to pick yourself up that time yeah that time <laughs> we give like, so much <laughs> you people don't I, I think sometimes when we hear people say stuff we think about it just surface level but literally like that was a time that you didn't have to pick yourself Ooh, up child talk about it and i know <laughs> that was just like a weight lifted because sometimes honestly speaking it's just that one person that we want to know that's okay, right you're proud of me that's right and even if they say those words sometimes it gives you that urge to keep going and mm-hmm. i feel like that's what right it sounds like that was for you it was um so you answer my next question <laughs> i was gonna ask i was gonna ask i was gonna say did you feel empowered afterwards but you definitely just answered that um, do you think it's important to know and own who you are in your story? Yes. Because um, when you say own who you are, that doesn't mean you have to be in a certain place either. Correct. And that doesn't mean you have to be anything other than what you are. Exactly. You know, I think sometimes when people 
we don't always think about how we feel about ourselves. We think about how everybody else yes, feels about us. Exactly. What they think about us, how they, you know, when none of that matters. But it's important to own who you are because if, again, like I said earlier, if you know who you are, you know where you're going. Mm-hmm. Or you can you can start developing a roadmap exactly. <laughs> to yes. where to where you where where you want to go where you're headed. But it's one thing to know where you are, but like you said, owning it because a lot of us we know a lot of things we don't always accept it. Mm-hmm. We know that we got a bad attitude. Mm-hmm. We don't accept it. We know that we're not good to people, but we don't mm-hmm. actually accept it. Mm-hmm. We just keep on in the same path that we're currently in, and that's why God can't take us anywhere else. Right, and and we act so confused when people don't want to support our businesses and our brands because mm-hmm. literally, even if your business is in a different name other than your own, right. you're still associated with that business. And so right. if you don't have you know, a good disposition or right. you keep getting negative reviews, be- reviews because you recognize you got a bad attitude, but yeah. you don't want to put the work into right. being better. No accountability. It's like the culture of accountability mm-hmm. is lost. And I feel like a lot of the times we walk on eggshells mm-hmm. because we don't want to be offensive, mm-hmm. but we allow people to just keep operating in the same, I guess, path right. that they're on, yeah. recognizing that you really need to go right, but right. you're going left. Yeah. And if I tell you, you're going to get offended. So mm-hmm. I feel like there's so many parts to that, especially as a business owner, just, you know, knowing who you are allows you to stay who you are when somebody gets disgruntled with you. Right. Or when they post a status about your business or you on Facebook and you really want to, let me tell you something. I will type a status, erase, type a status, erase. Because one, that's what they're looking for. Especially if that's something that you used to do. Yeah. They're looking for that type of response. But then also when you venture out, I think that people minimize someone having a business because everybody has one yeah. when that's really the goal. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right, so right, right. if you have a business, you don't want people to constantly attach, oh, don't shop with her. She got right. a nasty attitude. Right. Or she going to always have your stuff late. Or right. I came to her with a concern and she spazzed out on me. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like, you know, those, those types of behaviors that come with a lack of just knowing who you are that's and true. who you have to be right. to run a business. That's true. Because I feel like a lot of the times we all, we want to do business because, yes, that's the goal. We want to leave legacies. We want to, you know, we want to build our own wealth. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And and we forget sometimes that, wait a minute, I need to pause and make sure I'm healed in certain areas. Because when the right person gets your business and your business take off, you need to know how to have good business etiquette. Right. You need to know how to do customer service. That's right. Something has to set you apart. Right. So I agree with what you said. Um, so what's the most freeing thing about the business that you do? I would say it's because it doesn't feel like work. Mm-hmm. I do what I love. I do what I'm passionate about. I do what makes me happy. Mm-hmm. Um, so the most freeing thing is, you know, waking up every day and deciding that this is what I want to do. Um, I stayed stuck in a place where I know I didn't belong for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Um, I knew I had to get out, but I didn't know how or, or when or when it was appropriate mm-hmm. or how my life was going to go afterwards. <laughs> so it was just just now being in a place where I could say I'm truly doing something I want to do. And that, and honestly, that's good for the soul. Yes. You know, if you stay in places that don't serve you no more, mm-hmm. um, or have you stressed out, mm-hmm. cr- uh, frustrated, we then in turn, if you're parents, 
Um, I had to learn that's another thing too. I learned that I didn't want to take my frustration out on my children. Yes. I don't want to be so upset or unsatisfied with my own life that I spill that over into my kids. Yes. And then now it's not good for their mental health. Exactly. And now we have the same repeated cycle that we exactly. just talked about. <laughs> yes. You know, so that's really the most freeing part is just being able to do something that I want to do mm-hmm. that I can truly say is mine. Yes. You know, and I'm passionate about. I think mm-hmm. that's, that's what it is right there. So, and you keep hitting on some of these points. <laughs> I want to talk to all of them, but I want to, it's two points that I do want to address, and yeah. I hope I don't forget the other one, um, but too. I want to talk about motherhood and being an entrepreneur. Ooh, okay. Because, who girl. Brittany got the questions, y'all. <laughs> you got the questions today. Listen, because I'm just sitting here soaking this all up, because yeah. what I have learned for real is we don't know everything, and sometimes hearing something in a different voice or from a different perspective always enlightens and you like dog i had the same thought but i never <laughs> connected the dots right until you hear somebody else say it right so when we talk about motherhood mm-hmm. and being an entrepreneur right and not allowing the stresses of the day or business to cause you to just because let me be honest because yeah everybody that listens to this podcast know i'm very transparent absolutely um there was a time where i had to like sit down and have a come to jesus talk with myself because right. i found myself i'm already frustrated with my day trying right. to do stuff for the beautiful experience working a nine to five right and sometimes when they'll just come to me to ask me a simple question what do you want irritated uh-huh i hate that uh-huh. because when i was a kid i hated it mm-hmm. and and, I mean, as an adult now, one thing I can say is I understand my mom. Mm-hmm. I understand her 100%. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, but I also, even in me understanding her, I don't want to do that to them. Absolutely. Because a lot of the times I question, like, did I do it? Yes. Is she mad at me? Yeah. Like, do I not need to ask questions? Right. Like, I don't want, because as a mom, I want them to make me their first choice to Absolutely. come to me about everything. Yeah. So how do you feel like what what advice would you give a mom Ooh. in business? Well, my first advice would be breathe. <laughs> <laughs> you know, breathe is not the end of the world. I promise you, even <laughs> though it feels like it, breathe. <laughs> um, but no, on the serious note, but I don't have it all figured out. Mm-hmm. It's still a learning process. Right. Yeah. And I feel like we we're, we're our best version of ourselves if we continue to learn. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> I agree with that. My advice would be number one, take it one step at a time. Mm-hmm. Um, when I jumped in, I think I made a lot of bad business choices initially because I wanted to quickly get it done. Mm-hmm. I wanted to conquer everything that mm-hmm. I wanted to do, not for anybody else, but for myself. But then I forgot about what was important. So. I had sleepless nights. Mm-hmm. I had nights. I literally, my children couldn't get the best of me because I was running myself crazy. Mm-hmm. I was working at 5 a.m. to 2, and I would get off of work at 2 and then go straight to doing whatever at 4, and mm-hmm. then I wouldn't be done until 4 a.m. the next morning, try to catch 30 minutes of sleep before I go. You know, it was just, you set yourself up for failure when you don't properly assess the situation mm-hmm. and you don't ask for help. Mm-hmm. We don't like to ask for help. We don't like We don't feel like I, we, it's my child. I get it. Don't worry about it. Even though she getting on my nerve, you know. Yes. I think really it's more so about focusing on one thing at a time and then realizing that if you're doing this for your kids or you're doing this for your children you're trying to build this legacy for them they're still important mm. um and 
when we're stressed out or we're frustrated or we don't really know what's happening with our mental health, we have to actually seek help. Um, and that could be your support system. That could be therapy. Mm-hmm. That could be just taking yourself out for the day. Yes. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. But, and then a schedule. Not, I mean, I, I can't really stick to a schedule. I mean, I get on myself about it all the time. Mm-hmm. But making time for them separately mm-hmm. from when you're working. Yes. I used to take my kids to work all the time. Yes. Anytime I had something to, to do, and my husband was a big help, but we were all in there together. It yes. was like, we're working. But I forgot that this isn't fun for them. Mm-hmm. They don't really know. They don't like this. This is not what they want to do. Yeah. So now I'm frustrated with you because I'm frustrated with this. So it was really just understanding that I can't do everything all at once, but I can't miss out on important things too. Yes, that's and important. I don't really, I can't really say exactly, you know, how you make it work, but that would just be my advice. Mm-hmm. And, again, you made very important points. And I think one of the things I pick up that you're saying is that, you know, perfection is a waste of time. Oh, my gosh. It's yeah. a waste you of time. You said it way better than me. No. I, <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Don't strive to be perfect. That No, you just hit it on the head. You just hit it on the head. Do not press to be perfect because we're not. We're never going to be. And at the moment you're perfect is when you're not. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, that's when you failed. Mm-hmm. Oh, and no, so no, good. but honestly, no one's perfect. Nobody. None of us are. And and you know what I learned recently mm-hmm. is that literally what you're experiencing that you think you're the only person going through, it's another person right across right. the street doing the same exactly. thing. Exactly. And that's why I believe in transparency. I think yeah. transparency makes you relatable and that's how you're reachable. Mm-hmm. Nobody's going to adhere to you, listen to you right. if one you are just a replica of the right. real thing. That's like, true. I hate that our generation or the generation now is like that. They have that quick mentality. Yep. Like everything got to happen overnight. Yep. I mean, in a lot of, in a way, it's good. I I love how technology has advanced, but I also yeah. feel like it's taking the work, right? The substance the out of yeah. doing the work That's and true. enjoying it because I don't believe it's. I feel like if God gives you a purpose and He puts something in you. Mm-hmm. It's not going to bring you struggle. That's true. I think the struggle comes in when we get a little beside ourselves. That part. When we don't go to God and ask for direction. That part. That's where the suffering comes in. I mm-hmm. don't think it was ever designed. He doesn't mm, want to prove girl, a point through something. us you're by saying, making us struggle. Yeah, you're saying something. He's God. Oh why, does he, why does he have to make us yeah. struggle to make a point? That's true. No, the point to be made is you come to me, you ask me for direction and mm-hmm. allow me to show you. That's At right. the moment you think you could do it on your own, I'm going to let you go for yep. a little bit. And now you're on, you, oh, I just went through this. And you preach And then you go back. To, it's so crazy how he'll humble you just to make Ooh. you come back and ask him for some help. Yes. You 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 speaking to God on the truth. And I had this same conversation with my Christian friends, my Christian <laughs> business owners and everybody because... I used to pray, I used to do stuff and then pray about it last. Me too. I didn't pray first. Me I never too. asked you for permission to pursue. I just did it. I started praying when it got bad. <laughs> right. And I'm like, wait, like, Lord, wait. can you bless it? <laughs> What's going on? Like, what are you doing? That's the problem. <laughs> yes. That was the problem. Yes. We, we need to pray first. Pray first, seek guidance first, and then let God make your decision. And have a mentor. I think that's yeah. important too. Whatever brand mm-hmm. you're, or whatever direction you're going with your brand or that's your true. business, 
it's important to have a mentor or somebody, somebody you trust, mm-hmm. somebody that you can be open with, and somebody that you feel who's been able to prove, give you proven result. I'm not, right. you're not mentoring me if you don't have nothing to show me, like, no, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I think that's important. Now, the last question, what was the moment in business that changed everything for you? Well. <laughs> <laughs> like, what was that moment that you were like, you had to sit back and you was like, man, I really pray for days like these. You want me to be honest? So I'm be honest. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> the moment for me, I'll give you the date too. January 6, 2022, when I was relieved, I'm not going to say fired, discorded, <laughs> or, uh, or thrown away, but when I was relieved from that position, because the crazy thing that happened was all through September, November, December, I have been manifesting. This is my last year on this job. And I kept telling myself, and mind you, my business at the time, mm-hmm. I didn't feel like I was picking up or where mm-hmm. I should be or, you know, clients were just rolling in from the mm-hmm. masses. It was literally me making a decision that this ain't this ain't it. This ain't where I want to be mm-hmm. and this is not for me. Mm-hmm. And when those people released me from their job, mm-hmm. I'm going to say God released me. Right. <laughs> I had been praying and I had, you know, you don't realize how much power lies in your tongue when you got to speaking. And I told my best friend, I said, "Um, I just want you to know I'm going in February. I said that in December Mm -hmm. of 21. I said, I'll be going in February. I can't, I can't do this no more. I serve a greater purpose than this. This is not my final destination. Y'all can stay here, but I'm about to go. Mm -hmm. Had no idea. Wasn't going nowhere, really. Mm-hmm. Honestly, didn't really, didn't even quite even understand what I was mm-hmm. saying, but I was fed up. And not necessarily that the com- the company or the job, it's just I was fed up with being complacent in the place yes. where I was. And it was so funny, oh, not even a whole week after the new year hit, mind you, random, so random, mm-hmm. you know, despite whatever performance, whatever, I had no inkling in my spirit no <laughs> that, it, that it was about to be that day. And when they would let me go, I literally in that moment, and you know, you know how you know it's your time mm-hmm. when you don't get uh, bent out of shape. Yeah, yeah. It was like an immediate relief, like a big weight lifted mm-hmm. off my shoulders. Like literally, like I had been walking a mile and I just sat down and take my break for a cold drink of water or something. Mm. It was peaceful. Yeah, and I'm. I'm a very anxious person. Mm-hmm. My stress levels go through the roof. Okay, girl. When stuff ain't going the way I mm-hmm. think it should go. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, in our community, we high on money. Yeah. Money. We need money to survive. It's true. But with us, it's like, if we're not making money, we're not, we not making sense. Right. And so, I didn't even worry about what I was going to do, how I was going to do it. It was like God had given me so much peace. And that moment was the moment that I decided despite whatever I do after this, I got to at least give this yes. 100%. Mm-hmm. So even if you got to go back, if I had to go back to part-time or whatever, I got to at least, because I felt like it was going to be an insult to God. Like, you asked me for this. You prayed for this. You wanted this. You dreamed. This is all you thought about. And I give you the opportunity, and be careful what you ask for, because he'll show you how, how serious he is about giving it to you. But it was just like, if you don't at least Give it your all. Mm-hmm. And your all don't mean a month. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean a year. It doesn't mean six. Like, you don't, you have to give it 
your all. All the time. All the time. You know? As you grow, you got to keep giving it your all. That's what did it for me. That's so That's dope. what did it for me. But you know, like, while I'm listening to you talk, it's like, this is how you know when this is strategically purpose for you because mm-hmm. you felt peace you yeah. wasn't in an uproar no and you know i said this to the, someone the other day and i don't want to make this churchy but no you're fine i want to say this i no, i actually said it today you know you can tell the difference when something is of good mm. and when something is of evil because from the beginning of time the devil really tried to play in our face and make oh, something yeah. that's trashy look appealing to oh, us. Yeah. Things like wealth uh-huh. and fame and notoriety uh-huh. and things like that. And we miss out on the real I feel like when God is involved in it, mm-hmm. you're so intertwined with purpose. Yeah. Wisdom. Yeah. Peace. Mm-hmm. Understanding. And so when you do something like stay in a box a job that yeah. you know you probably don't need to be on because you need to be focusing on your business yeah and it gets uncomfortable he's like you know what okay let me just fire her because if i don't fire her she's <laughs> she not gonna go move. i was not gonna move when i tell you i was gonna keep talking about it yeah and i wasn't gonna move and the crazy part about it is he aligned everybody around me. see that's yeah he aligned everybody around me even the people that i wouldn't even think would be on that level you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I love my husband, but I ain't think he was ready to take on everything. Yeah. Um, you know, from the top to the bottom to every little last thing, you know. And even the my some of my friends were like, Yeah, so I'm sorry you lost your job, but not sorry you lost your job. Mm-hmm. Every single person said, Maybe it's time for you to focus one hundred percent on this. Had never told me that before. Never said it, never mentioned it, never said you need to do this because I mean maybe one or two people. Mm-hmm. But the people that literally were like, yeah, it's your time. And see, when God aligns everything around you, you, you got to know. You got to know. Gotta and know it, just kinda, it just kind of goes in order. Like, mm-hmm. and, and the thing about it is there is no path that I think is just without bumps. But yeah. I feel like grace makes yeah. the bumps seem yeah. less harsh. Good old grace. So <laughs> it's like, it's like all you got to do is give yourself grace and mm-hmm. have fun. Yeah. Like, I think we own this whole mentality of, I got to do it, I got to do it, and I can't have fun. No, have yeah. fun with, with mm-hmm. what you're doing. Mm-hmm. We're aging ourselves before we need to That's because true. we just want to get it. Yes, get it done, but have fun doing it. Right. Enjoy the experience. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, I feel like this has been really good, um, and I feel like <laughs> it's been very informal for the person who may be stuck in their personal life yeah. but has the aspiration of, owning and operating a business or yes. they're in their business but they're frantic because they're like my life is out mm-hmm. of control and mm-hmm. i don't know i felt like this was like confirmation to them like keep going i hope so i hope so too. I hope is there somebody. anything that you want to say to the people that are listening um before we close out um i would just want to say don't take this message so deep as it mm. pertains to business um we're talking about my business is my freedom but even if you don't own a thing or a building or a company, yes. your business is also your life. Yes. Um, so if you don't have a thing, an LLC or a sole proprietorship, uh, don't just look at it from that angle. Look yes. at it from your your business being your life and how you take ownership over that, um, how you lead your life, where you want to go. It doesn't. You may want a career. If yes. you want a career, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not everybody's thing. But do whatever it is in your business, which is your life, that makes you feel free. 
Um, so I don't really have much else. Um, but just thank you, thank you, Brittany. No, girl, I, I thank you for coming. I love coming. you so much. <laughs> Listen, I, I, you're like one of my favorite people. I love oh, you so, I love much, you so and much, and I appreciate you for even coming. See, somebody needed this, yeah. so I feel very good and very confident. And I think that this is going to do what it needs to do. We're talking about the journey to freedom. That's yeah. a never-ending journey. Absolutely. You just go higher and higher. Yes. And I feel like as you grow, you need more poured into mm -hmm. you so that you can get new insight or new revelation on how to maneuver. And, and the real thing is just to, you know, always pray before you go out and do anything That's because... Fine. It makes it better. That's well, right. guys, as always, I appreciate you for lending me your ear. Please, if this was um, insightful for to you, insightful for you, right. <laughs> y'all know how I go. <laughs> share with a friend. Share on your social media if you would like to connect with Samantha. She's about to tell you um, how you can connect with her, and she'll tell you about her business too. Because if you need to book with her, you'll have what you need to do that as well. Here you go. So, guys, I am Samantha Reeves. I'm the owner of Sassy Chic and Then Designs and more. Um, I am more than a conqueror, more than anything. That's my story. That's what I'm sticking to. Uh, but you can find me on Facebook, Instagram at Sassy Chic and Then Designs. Um, and, yeah, let's let's grow together. Uh, I labeled this year as my platinum year, and God outlined each month that resonated with that. And um, it's all about growing and becoming better this year. So. Thank you. Thank you. As <laughs> always, guys, thank y'all for listening.